0: Hello, this is Jim Walsh and welcome to my podcast called On Eagle's Wings. Have you ever wondered why did God give us the Bible? Well, recently I presented a lesson in dealing with that subject and so I'd like to go ahead and share with you some of my thoughts. I am going to separate the lesson into two parts. So, part one for this podcast, and then part two to follow it up. Dealing with the subject matter of Why did God give man the Bible? We serve a God who has a purpose and a plan. For everything he does. We may not know what that purpose is but we are guaranteed that our Heavenly Father does have a purpose. He is not like man in that sometimes just simply out of curiosity we will do something we will go somewhere maybe we're driving on the road and we we see a, 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 a path we've never driven down before we just want to see where it goes. We don't know what the end result is going to be. It might be a dead end. It might be something that goes on and on, and we eventually have to turn around and come back. God is not like man. He doesn't do things simply on the spur of the moment. God has a plan. Nothing that is done is haphazard. Nothing that is done is a time wasted. The writer of Ecclesiastes had these famous words in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 said, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. In this regard then, God tells us in thinking about his word that it is much different than what we can imagine. That everything that unfolds in God's word unfolds for a purpose. And again, even though we may not understand it, God guarantees that it is being done according to his will. In Isaiah 55, beginning in verse 8, the inspired prophet had this to say. God speaking through him, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. God gives us this guarantee that his ways are higher than our ways. And even though we cannot fully understand everything that happens in life, God tells us that as his word goes forth, It not only accomplishes exactly what he wants it to accomplish, but it will prosper. It will continue and it will grow. In thinking about this, we want to consider why God gave man his word. Why did God give us the Bible? And the reason I ask this question is because there are so many people that that want to believe that Uh, the Bible is too difficult for us to understand I know growing up that's what I was taught stay away from the Bible it's going to confuse you it's too difficult to understand Uh, the greatest minds in the academic world find it difficult to understand God's Word certainly someone like you will not be able to understand it and there are a lot of people that Completely believe that. They give in to that false idea that God somehow delivered his word, but only the most superior and wise of individuals can understand it. And the rest of us simpletons, we'll never figure it out. But we find that Jesus came to the common folk. Jesus didn't go to the educated. Jesus didn't go to the academics. There's nothing wrong with being educated. There's nothing wrong with being degreed. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful accomplishment to be able to make your way from one level of education to the next. Such that you are recognized by your peers as having been able to comprehend certain things that maybe a lot of us aren't able to comprehend. It's a wonderful thing to have a degree, to have a doctorate, to have all those things like that. But that's not a guarantee that having a doctorate means I understand the wisdom of God any more than not having a degree means I can't understand things. And so we find in thinking about God's word, we're going to ask the question then, why did God give man the Bible? And I think the very simple answer, the very clear answer is that God does want us to understand, It was not an exercise by God to see if we could understand. But God provided his word to us so that we can understand it. When Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Beginning in verse 9. He said, but as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, nor, nor neither have entered into the heart of man... The things which God hath prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So what was Paul saying? He was saying God revealed them unto us. He wants us to know. We're not going to be able to figure it out on our own. And so God wants us to fully understand and fully comprehend. What does he want us to understand about himself? Well, first and foremost, that he is the creator. That I did not create myself, you didn't create yourself. We didn't all of a sudden just spring up one day accidentally. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In Genesis chapter 5. Verses 1 and 2, this is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them. God is the creator. There was a purpose, there was a design, and there was an execution of that purpose and design such that the creator created the heavens and the earth. And he populated the earth by utilizing man whom he created. When I look at God's word, God wants me to fully understand that he's unique. He's different from us as the creator. He is different from his creation. In Isaiah chapter 46. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 9. It simply says, remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none else like me. That suggests then that God is special, he is unique, and he's not to be treated like man. That we're to have a respect for him, that we're to have a reverence for him, and not treat him like our best friend, and not treat him like someone that we can just ignore and cast off. God is not like man. He is divine. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Peter said, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption... That is in the world through lust. God's purpose then in revealing himself and letting us know that he's the creator. And that he exists beyond this world. And that there is none like him. Is to help us to understand that when we look around we do see people like us. We see people sometimes in the same situation we're at. Sometimes we even see people that look like us. But there is none like God. And if we want to be where God is, then we have to listen to what God says is the way that we can get there. And we're not going to find that way among people like us who've never been to heaven, who've never experienced eternal life. You know, when Jesus was speaking with Nicodemus, he said in John chapter 3, Beginning in verse 12, he said, if I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man, which is in heaven. And so Jesus is letting us know as the word of God made flesh, he came from heaven. Divine being came from heaven to be with us, to show us the way back to heaven. And the reason behind that is because of the nature of God, that he is eternal. He does not exist in the physical realm. He inhabits eternity. The psalmist said in Psalm 90 verse 2, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. God wants us to understand he's not flesh and blood. He can't be hurt like flesh and blood people can be hurt. He can't be treated like flesh and blood people are treated. He wants us to understand that he inhabits eternity. And if we have an expectation of being with him in eternal life, then the only way we can do that is to heed the word that he has delivered unto us. And that word reveals His love for us. Back in Jeremiah chapter 31. Beginning in verse 1. At the same time saith the Lord. Will I be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people? Thus saith the Lord the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. Even Israel when I went to cause him to rest. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me saying yea I have loved thee. With an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness, have I drawn thee. God wanted this Old Testament people to know that he loved them. Just like he wants his New Testament people to know that he loves us. We have revealed in God's word his character of mercy, kindness, generosity, patience, and forgiveness. All qualities we associate with with the divine being. Without his word, we could not know all these things about our God. He gave man the Bible to reveal himself to man. And in revealing himself to man, a second thing that we can understand is that he revealed that he wants a relationship with us. Back in Genesis chapter one, again in verse 26, God said, let us make man in our image After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. We are made in the likeness of God. We are made in such a way to draw us upward into a relationship with him. We are not the descendants of monkeys or apes or lizards, or some sort of primordial gook. We are the offspring of God. God desires that we imitate him because we are made in his image and in his likeness. And our coming into existence was not by accident because something happened millions and billions of years ago without any eyewitness to it but God has revealed that he created us for a purpose. We are to be his people. Again, in looking at what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 50 and in verse seven, it says, Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, and I will testify against thee. I am God, even thy God. Later, Through the prophet Hosea in Hosea chapter 2 and in verse 23. It says, I will sow her unto me in the earth. And I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say unto them which were not my people, thou art my people. And they shall say, thou art my God. In revealing his word unto us. God reveals that it is his desire for us to engage in fellowship with him. Once again, this is Jim Walsh. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast called On Eagle's Wings and for listening to part one of Why Did God Give Man the Bible?